0: It's just turn your head to your left slightly. No, your left. Well, yeah, the, the, that's some serious Roy Hodgson.
1: <laughs> so. the, hair's, the hair's going. Half the hair's going. Half
2: yeah.
3: the hair's going. Just so, half. Which half? That, just stop <laughs> You, oh, as as yes. I look at it right now, can you please keep the side <laughs> on your right? Keep that half that way, but get rid of the other half. Yeah, just, flat just, shave just, the other half. Shave
1: <laughs> shaven. I could do that myself.
3: Do it. Do it now.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Fuck you all. <laughs>
0: Welcome along. This is the Long Sapper Podcast. Um, it is week seven going into week eight. Um, we are here for our usual weekly nonsense. Um, we'll review every game, pre- preview every game, and a lot of stuff in between. All this, all standard. I'm Adam, Mark, Pat, Craig and Rich are all here. It's quite a full house tonight. How are we all? What are you? How are you? Yeah, good. We've, we've been kind of chatting away for quite a while already and we should have just been recording but here we are um we'll save all the best stuff um for the listeners i'm sure obviously you, you, could, you
3: could say adam that everyone that matters is involved in the podcast this week Sat going. there waiting for us to to rip into him so i thought i'd take first shot who's up next <laughs> i think it's
4: i think you're being very harsh on Leehurst.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there was a conversation about which comedian Russ would be most like um Lee Hurst was mentioned. I think he said Andy Parsons, which would obviously be a better bloke
3: um, the only problem is that those those guys are both funny
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, <fair. laughs> um I'd go, i go yeah i I'd, def- I'd definitely go with frankie Boyle um for just sort of the level of what's acceptable to say. Or well, anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much, you know. People dying in helicopter crashes, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that is hilarious, so, you know. <laughs>
1: We're getting into a murky area already here, aren't we, lads?
0: <laughs> We're only like a couple of minutes in. That's quite good for us right let's steer things back on track with a quiz um which you know we we obviously have to start with because that's what we do um it's it's not been that long since i've done one but i had i had more material so we're gonna have a which of these three facts is true game which i know we all love and yeah all four of you are gonna answer each question individually and chat about it Free for all, really. Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. You all know the drill by now. Question one um, it's going to be an Antonio Brown question. Um, which of the following three facts about Antonio Brown is true? Is it A? Antonio Brown was arrested for assaulting a bartender who served him a martini, sh- stirred rather than shaken. Um, <laughs> B. Antonio Brown had to be rescued after attempting to swim across Lake Michigan while he was in college or C. Hmm. Antonio Brown killed a home aquarium full of piranhas and refused to pay the man who installed the tank knock <laughs> yourselves out gents <laughs>
1: <laughs> is there a D all of the above
0: option this? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Cause because all of those are completely plausible <laughs> <laughs> Well, incredibly, oh two of
0: those are made up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, what do you reckon? Uh, I, don't I, I, I
2: reckon. Don't think it's the, I don't think
1: it's the first one. I reckon. I reckon Antonio Brown is a man who likes his piranhas. So I'm going to go with C. Okay,
0: Rich, you're going with C.
2: I think he is the type of guy who would think he could swim a really far distance, <laughs> and then get to a position where he. <laughs> Had, had, was willing to allow himself to be saved so i'm gonna say the swimming thing
1: okay. i don't i don't know that he'd let himself be saved i was probably half drowning half unconscious and they had to drag him out kicking and screaming yeah. still he have, like, still try... shouting that he, would, he was gonna make it yeah
3: i've would have done it i would have done it you weren't breathing antonio don't
0: Right, Mark, what are you going for?
3: Uh, I, I'm going to... D- I definitely don't think it's the first one. Um, uh, I will go with, just because it does, it sounds like the type of thing he would say, yeah, that's what I want. I, I reckon it's the Piranha Tank as well.
4: <laughs> okay, um, Pat. My first inclination was the swimming, so I'm going to go with Craig. Okay, so you're, you're split
0: 50-50. Uh, I could tell you, tell you that two of you are correct. And it's the piranha tank. Ah! Oh. Um, uh... <laughs> I, oh, I knew I was right. I just want to know more about <laughs> I, that story. I
1: knew I was right as soon as Mark went for the answer,
3: so
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this narrative. <laughs> it would have been somewhat poetic if we'd all mind. been wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah. Had been
0: Okay, question two. Listen carefully. A Greg Zerline appeared at the 2011 World Figure Skating Championships in Moscow representing the USA B Ryan Suckup visited the Pacific Island nations of Tuvalu, Nauru and Palau while working as a missionary or C Kai Forbath played for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in their 2014 NRL Grand Final victory there you go (laughs)
4: <laughs> I went last last time, so I should go first this time. I like Ryan Suck up the Missionary. I thought you were going to say something else. Okay. <laughs> uh, right, I'll lock that
0: one in. Rich, who are you? What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. I,
1: I, I kind of like the Missionary suggestion as well it sounds like something that a deeply religious american idiot nfl player would do probably before college or something so yeah i'm gonna go with suck up
0: okay craig uh i think it's the nro one okay uh mark are you going for
3: not wanting to copy Rich on every answer but (laughs) I'm I'm probably going to go with suck up as well I can't remember what the first one was and I don't think it's Kai Forbath so I'll I'll go with that
0: okay um answers split between two there I can tell you that none of you score a point
3: (laughs) (laughs) um
0: Look Greg's how happy you
1: are yourself for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Greg's, yeah, Adam mentally uh, gives himself a point every time we don't <laughs> get the right <laughs> answer.
3: Uh, Greg Zerline, that's right. I, that was the one I absolutely least
4: thought it was. <laughs> um, I, I'm
0: going to let you into a little secret. It might not be the same Greg Zerline, but let's assume it is. Um, <laughs> Greg Zerline, who was at the 2011 World Figure Skating Championships, can't be that many athletic Greg Airlines out
4: there.
0: Uh, I'll, you can look into it if you like, but, you know, that... Well, one, I have so. said that. I
1: don't know how athletic you have to be to uh, be a kicker.
3: Yeah. I'd say, like, yeah. He definitely hasn't been doing any figure skating. Russ thinks, Russ thinks he can be.
0: <laughs> I'd like to see Russ as a figure skater, I don't know about you.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh.
0: Right, um, yeah, Mark and Rich both have a point. None of the rest of you don't. Right, question three. Fact A. Darius Geiss has released... Uh, I'll try that, try that again. Darius Geis has released a range of fruit juices called Geiss's Jices.
3: Oh Good Lord, Adam, come on.
0: <laughs> and B. Kirk Cousins has launched a breakfast cereal called... <laughs> Cousin Cinnamon Snaps, or is it C, (laughs) George Kittle has endorsed a range of kitchen appliances for Target called
4: Kittles Kettles,
0: (laughs) Uh, um, Mark, we'll start with you.
4: Um,
3: (laughs) Kittles (laughs) (laughs) Kettles. Really really hope it's Kittle's
2: Kettles. <laughs> I'll go with that.
1: Okay. Rich. Uh, I see I think I hope I would have heard of Kittle's Kettles, so I'm gonna be really gutted if it's true and I haven't actually been aware of this. <laughs> um, like, yeah. I think it's Geisses Geistes, because that seems so utterly ridiculous that it must be true.
4: Okay. Um Pat. What are you um, I mean, it can't be the serial because you wouldn't put the team name in the serial if you are as in a positions as Kirk Cousins so I am going to go Kittle's Kettles Okay
0: and Craig um, I think dice Dice's
2: things um, you saw that Like that's particularly way too much so I'm going to go Kittle's Kettles
0: Kittle's um, <laughs> Kettles I think so you I... just
2: love the, the idea of it uh
3: definitely, K-
0: definitely Kirk Cousins is cereal now. It, it, you? <laughs> it is 100% it is Kirk Cousins is
1: cereal. <laughs> oh, I'm just relieved that it's not Kill Scouts, even though I do enjoy that a lot.
0: Um, I will I promise I will try and remember to tweet this out but I'm going to show you a picture on Skype if I can now find it it's embarrassing um, of the Kirk Cousins cereal cinnamon Oh, I'm sorry. I can't how find that, it. How,
3: how does that even. Am I missing? Oh, because it's Minnesota. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's it. That um, wow. Can you see? It's yeah. not a patch on Grunk Flakes, is it? It's, it, it's a it's a poor imitation of Grunk that Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's what you'd expect from Kirk Cousins this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That's, that's fair. Right. Question four. Um, only two of you have points. A. Dolphin's defensive end Zach Sealer lives in an RV <laughs> B Brown's guard Joel Betonio lives in a homeless shelter or C Bronco's linebacker Mark Barron lives in a houseboat on the Colorado River um, Craig we'll start with you this time oh, hopefully amazing. hear you oh do we have, uh, do we have some intel here? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going with, <laughs> the RV? Yeah.
2: I've also got this vague memory of Baker doing it on hard knocks, so that
4: might be what I mean, you know Okay, um, right, you're going with the RV. Pat? I think it's definitely RV. Some agreement here. Um, Mark? <laughs>
3: Um, they seem really sure, don't they? <laughs> I'll go <laughs> well, with the haven't
4: houseboat. Been, haven't been right yet, so there's no uh, trend there. <laughs> so you the go with the houseboat? I'm going
3: to go with the houseboat.
4: Nice, okay. Um, and
1: Rich? I just think a houseboat would be insanely cold in Colorado in the middle of winter. So I don't think it's that. I can't imagine an NFL player being desperate enough to be in a homeless shelter, but some of the stories I've
0: read suggest that that might be the case. I reckon it's the RV. I'm going to go with the RV. Okay, You are right to do so. It was the RV. Um, Yeah, you're probably right, Craig, if you heard it recently. Um, I
4: saw a photo of it. It had like an avenue of Christmas lights strung in the trees, making a path up to the front door. As classic as you can get from an RV. (laughs)
0: Um, Apparently he's not always got it in the same place, but... Is that what they asked okay. us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, finally, question five. Um, you know what's coming. Fact Tom a, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> a. Tom Brady only drinks bottled water from the state of Massachusetts and has a large <laughs> monthly delivery to his new Florida home.
4: <laughs>
0: Fact B, Tom Brady has a pet gerbil called Gronk. <laughs> 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 Or fact C, Tom Brady and Giselle had Antonio Brown move in with him last year when he came to the Patriots. Um, who's in the... Rich, are in the lead. Why don't we start with you?
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the gerbil thing is far, far too funny to be something that he'd do. So I can't, <laughs> I I can't like think it. that it's that. Um, I... I don't know, between the other two. I sort of think it'd be hilarious if he'd asked AB to come and come and hang out. Um, yeah, let's go with that. Screw it.
0: Why not? AB? Okay. Yeah. Um, Craig, what you think? Well, yeah, some... I feel like I've like heard the AB thing, but that might have just been
2: when working out. <laughs> um... What was the other one?
0: Uh, the the only drinks water from Massachusetts.
1: I was tempted, just because I thought he'd be like on some kind of um, like sponsorship deal. It's like this is what Tom Brady drinks. <laughs> I
0: feel like AB would have lived there. Okay, you're going AB. Okay uh mark
3: Gronk the journal <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay i'm <laughs> fat uh, right so let's be tactical about this how far behind rich am i um you're only a point behind all right so on that basis i should go water from massachusetts <laughs> okay unfortunately it it is ab him and Giselle did
0: invite him to live with him until he got settled. I mean, <laughs> I he's still there. They yeah, tried to settle in Giselle. Oh come on! Oh, That's just fun. you just had to go too far.
3: I'm um, Rich. Come
0: on. We're, we're um, a you're a
3: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have you though. It's Gronk,
3: isn't it? It's it's Gronk the gerbil Surely he's got a gerbil. No, it's 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 not <laughs> Gronk the gerbil He definitely does have one of those though.
1: <laughs> Someone funnier has got a gerbil called Gronk.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, they've got a guinea pig called Gronk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Little lap dog, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, Rich, you get some music well played with your three points. Although... I take it, even though it's not a real quiz. It is a real quiz. But
1: definitely a real quiz. Doesn't require real knowledge. No, fresh, not fresh
0: really. questions and answers. Yeah, all right, what, what does... Well, what I was going to say, what does require real knowledge, the Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner bet. But based on our conversations about this earlier, turns out knowledge doesn't really come into it. Um, the theme this week we decided was somebody who hasn't yet scored a touchdown this season. Suggestions included players who had scored a touchdown this <laughs> season. A couple of those. A player on IR... <laughs> player on a buy, you know all all sorts of un, yeah,
3: you know, <laughs> unrealistic names are
0: suggested. Um, <laughs> hopefully we've narrowed something down. Um, Mark, who are you going to go with on this?
3: So I feel like I'm cheating slightly in that he hasn't. I mean, he's played for the Jets, but not really. Um, so I'm going to go with now he's gone to a team that's capable of scoring. I'm going to go with Le'Veon Bell, okay. and ho- assuming he'll be active. <laughs>
0: Do you think against against the Jets?
3: Uh, <laughs> he's going to want to be active.
0: Yeah, just a bit. Yep. All right, um, Craig. Who are you got?
2: Uh, so I guess I've got Mark Andrews.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think. Fine. Finally, I think he's he's got to be due one, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. um, Rich. Uh,
1: well, I figured someone playing against the Cowboys. It's a pretty good bet to score a touchdown, uh, so I'm going to go with Richard Rogers.
0: Find the find the guy who hasn't because he will exactly. Um, I like it, uh, Pat. Who have you got?
4: Well, based on the fact that they play from behind a lot and need to score a lot of points to win games, I've gone for the Bengals AJ Green, assuming he survives the first quarter. Uh,
0: he he should do against our secondary. Um, I'm going to finish this off with. Um, The guy I called Justin on the pod a few weeks back, Um, (laughs) Julian Edelman. Neither Uh, have scored a touchdown yet. No, (laughs) although Justin may stand a better chance against the Bills, but we'll see. So that's, uh, um, in fact, Russ mailed his in as well. He's gone for Jarvis Landry, who does have a passing touchdown, but that doesn't count for this. So he, he can have that and doesn't have a receiving touchdown. So that would be Le'Veon Bell, Jarvis Landry, A.J. Green, Julian Edelman, Richard Rodgers and Mark Andrews. Um, doesn't feel like we're going to win somehow. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's almost it's like, like we keep making this s- less likely. They've had such stellar seasons up to now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the taking part of the councillor, right? Absolutely. It is. It we is. only
3: need one win, mate. That's it. I mean, fun. that's
4: what Doug Marone keeps telling us anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> alright
0: shall we shall we look back at some some week 7 games it was week 7 wasn't it yeah. already yeah, I know I know ok let's play some sonic music and do our one sentence reviews starting with New York Giants 21 Philadelphia 22 just like that run Giants just couldn't get it over the line
2: Carson has
0: 6 game winning drives 3 against Big Blue Dallas 3, Washington 25.
3: Turns out Aaron Rodgers was right all along. Mike McCarthy is a fraud, and the Cowboys have a genuine claim to be the worst team in the NFL. That team has quit on
4: itself. Buffalo eighteen, New York Jets 10. Surprisingly, it was 36 minutes into the game before the first punt. Unsurprisingly, the Jets failed to score in the last 37 minutes, allowing the Bills to come from 10 nil down to win 18-10, thanks to six unanswered field goals. Pittsburgh 27, Tennessee 24. This should never have come down to a
1: Goskowski midfield goal after the Titans' worst first half of the year.
0: Carolina 24, New Orleans 27. Are
2: we going to have to start worrying about Breeze before Brady? Saints passing attack struggling without Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, but have just enough to get past the practice.
0: Green
4: Bay 35, Houston 20. A high-powered Green Bay offence overwhelmed the struggling Houston D, and a decent Texans O couldn't respond sufficiently. Cleveland 37, Cincinnati 34. Just the sort of bonkers game
0: you'd expect from these two teams, but whether the Browns being competitive is a good thing for the sport, I'm not so sure. Detroit 23, Atlanta 22.
2: At this point, I think the Falcons are trying to find the most obscure and creative ways to lose
0: games. They need to see the back of 2020. Jacksonville 29, LA Chargers 39.
1: Jacksonville hung around in a better-looking performance, but this might be a turning point for the Chargers.
3: San Francisco 33, New England 6. A still injury-ravaged Niners proved far too much for the suddenly struggling Patriots. You love to see it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kansas City 43, Denver 16. Even heavy snow and strong winds can't slow down the Chiefs. That loss to the Raiders already seems a distant memory. Tampa Bay 45, Las Vegas 20.
3: An entertaining game where the Raiders hung around for as long as they could against a Bucks team that now must be considered contenders to win it all.
4: Seattle 34, Arizona 37. At 10-0 Seahawks this game was going exactly as I expected. but credit to the Cards for outlasting Seattle in all departments. Uh, finally, Chicago 10, LA Rams 24.
1: Oh, this is the Bears we're all
0: expecting. <laughs> Very possibly. Okay, there they were your flawless one-sentence reviews. Let's dip into some, some of these in a bit more detail and let's start. I mean, I wouldn't want us to forget about this just because it was Thursday night nearly a week ago, but um, I don't really want to talk about the game. I'm not interested in anything else other than that. Daniel Jones run um, on <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> just, that
3: be that professional athlete falling over himself.
1: Uh, <laughs> you've got to love a turf monster tackle.
4: It was a cardinal sin the... you see um, distance runners when they're knackered and they're finishing straight and they're looking over their shoulders both sides panickingly and it just slows you down. You focus and you go straight ahead and that's your best chance of staying ahead. I don't... He didn't look over his shoulder. I mean, he looked over his shoulder a lot. <laughs> I suppose, well, yeah, peripheral vision. I didn't
3: realise, to be fair to him, I didn't realise he was as quick as, as he clearly is because that was, I think, recorded as the fastest QB scramble in the last three years. And if you consider that the league has got Lamar Jackson in it, that's that's not bad going. Um, I mean, but with, with that
4: O-line, you need to be, don't you? Yeah, you so. you're running for your life permanently.
3: <laughs> but it just, it, he clearly... Somehow managed to run faster than his legs could handle, and he couldn't keep up with himself. It was hilarious. That's what happened. That is literally what happened. He was
2: trying so hard. Yeah. His little face. <laughs> 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 he was trying so hard. He was free and clear.
0: <laughs> I I was watch. I watched the game in forty on Friday morning, which is what I'd normally do the night night game, and I hadn't looked at my phone or anything, so I, I saw this blind. And I got, I'm so glad I did. Like, it, it's one thing being shown, oh, you've got to see this play because, you know, Daniel Jones falls over. It's really funny. But to watch it, like, and react to it when it's and happening.
3: Not, not know it's coming.
0: No, no. Um, but it kind of, it was coming about 30 yards before he finally hit the turf. Yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah. best thing about it. You could,
3: <laughs> you could just see him off balance. <laughs> just, it was- it was something it was something extremely special and <laughs> sort of sort of sums up the giants really like oh, oh look yeah. that's gone quite well oh he's fallen flat on his face yeah.
0: and <laughs> nfc east wasn't it just just in a, totally in a run in a yeah brilliant yeah.
1: okay it was, um, it was quite an entertaining finish to the game i mean the Eagles should never have won it but it, it was pretty good fun
0: and in in truth that that calamity wasn't the reason the for the result at all, they oh, actually no. scored in that possession, um, but yeah it didn't <laughs> uh, that game's going to be remembered for one thing and one thing only All right. speaking of calamities um, the New York Jets managed to beat Buffalo by a touchdown to zero, but lose the game um, I don't know whether Mark or Craig wants to talk about this more
3: no
1: neither no, of them Lovely.
3: <laughs> there's nothing, nothing to say about it at all. But, <laughs> you, you won. Brilliant. Move on.
0: I mean, I think we, we, we kind of know where the Jets are at the moment, don't we? I, mean, I don't want to... I'm not trying to I think for, you about th- that, but... For
3: them, it's that the odd thing is what they do now, because they're obviously like in prime position to get first overall pick, but probably their best asset is Darnold. So do you go and get Trevor yeah. if you can, or do you stick with Darnold and trade back and improve the rest of your team
1: i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised to see donald getting traded just just because if they're going to get that number one pick anyway they've already ruined him for them someone else is going to want him
2: the problem is two weeks ago i you know whether you trade donald or whatever like fine at this point doesn't matter if the head goes it. Yeah, it it does does not make a jot of difference. We're blowing it up. One of the, maybe, I said a few weeks ago that I'd keep about three players. One of those players is um, Quinn and Williams. He's being traded.
0: Is he? There's a lot of conflicting rumour about this. I think, i am not, well, maybe he's not. Sorry, I I don't want to get you excited about him staying, but I've seen that. The initial rumor was sort of kiboshed. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it may may happen. There may be something in it. I don't know. Um, I mean,
4: thirty-one teams hope he's being traded.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Essentially, he he is one of three or four players who who
3: who who are any good.
2: (laughs) It's just it's just a mess. It's a mess. The guy can't. It's a mess.
3: The thing Uh, that would concern me about if I was a Jets fan is that. They don't. You don't often see teams go through this type of massive restructure and, like as Craig said, blow it up completely. If you're thinking that next year you're going to go and get another head coach, because they like you might not be making the moves that they would want to make. So it says to me that they're thinking about blowing it up and then giving Gase another go next year with this re with this rebuild, <laughs> oh, which seems Jesus. madness to me. Because why else would you do it at this at this point? That that's
0: the thing I don't get. Like if, even if, yeah, yeah, you want the number one pick, but you want to, if that's your plan, you want to have your organisation in the best shape to deal with that resource.
3: Especially if you've and got another trading. Co- uh, yeah. yeah, if you've got another co- a coach coming in. I mean, we haven't got a clue, pick. man.
2: We have not got a clue.
3: If, the... if I'm the
0: Jets, I'm getting rid of Gase
3: now. Three Yesterday. years ago. <laughs> Yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> not tiring him in the first place. And then I'm. I'm keeping Donald and I'm getting whatever I can for that pick because there are teams out there who are going to want Trevor Lawrence and going oh, to they want would, to give a yeah, lot they, for it. They
3: will give first round picks for th- three years to get him. There are teams that will do that. No question.
0: But, but I, it I'm seems, it seems more likely that they don't do that as Rich said, and they end up trading Donald, which I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get, get any of For,
3: for, for Donald, I think you you'd get a second at the moment.
0: You get a lot more for that number one pick. Yeah, I mean the,
3: the, the
2: problem is is you do it's difficult because at one point I was so high on on Sam, but you watch him post GACE and he's not the same player. He isn't. He's not playing well.
0: And, you watch Tannehill under Gaze and Tannehill now. Yeah, that's facts. That's big facts. Yeah. That's big, big facts.
2: I don't know, mate. Honestly, I've only like I say, man, I I don't even know why we're we are a joke. It's it it's it is it is the it is I said to you before it is the it is the worst example of management of a sports team, arguably in world sports.
0: It is ridiculous. I That's think coming can- from a Man United fan.
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, I I can't. I feel for Craig because I mean his sporting season is is so. <laughs> Oh, Craig, that must smart that Mark's it's, actually just feeling pity for you now. I, I, oh. Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm a United fan as well as Craig. So I have to deal with that monumental house of shit that there is at Old Trafford. But at least I've got a team that's got a winning record in the NFL. I feel, oh,
4: yeah. I think Pat be. had something nicer to say, Pat. I was going to say, I, I, say, I think the, the Jags and the Jets have a very similar positions at the moment in the. However poor the roster is, that's not the main problem at the club. The main problem at the club is the recruitment and the coaching so unless you fix that, that number one pick is going to come into an organization that's rancid and fester away you know and we're sort of seeing that a little bit with Joe Burrow at the moment is it doesn't matter how good he is if he's in a team that's not, they bet the only win they've got is against us, right, and we're pathetic so the, the over the years it might to a few wins though they've kind of they're playing teams
0: close, so you feel. Think, that yeah, that, could...
3: that's the team that you feel like is on on an up because they. I mean, they only got the first round pick, the first pick of the draft, because they're a bad team. So you can't. You're not going to fix that overnight. And they 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 do look immediately better with him under center. Absolutely. Uh, but they they're at least they're on a bit of an upwards curve. Whereas the the your two teams, it's a completely opposite trajectory. Yes. The Bengals. Quite.
1: The Bengals feel a little bit like the Niners did. Two years before, we were actually a winning team. Where you can start to see the pieces fall into place, and the team looks like it's capable of winning, and it just keeps falling short in individual games. Whereas, I think if if you then get another high draft pick, and you're able to convert that into another group of good core players, that's the point where you can really step up into being a team that can potentially look at the playoffs. The problem, the other problem, they've been
3: doing for five years. Or mm. ten years. Well,
1: yeah, but they've been investing badly with those picks. That's
0: the problem.
4: They have.
0: Are the Browns, by the way, are the Browns going to go to the playoffs? They've yeah. lo- they've lost OBJ this week to an ACL. He's had uh, one but good actually game all he season. Wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't particularly. Other than one bonkers game, he hasn't particularly done that much for them. Um,
3: I, I, think, I, I think they will go, but I think they could potentially be the the third team from the AFC North to go. Um, just because I think they'll probably be one of those teams. Yeah, I think they'll be one of those teams that will benefit from having a a seventh pick allowed in and a seventh team that makes the playoffs. And I I don't see them being higher than sixth or seventh, but um, I think they might sneak in because of that. They should do, really, with the players that they've got.
1: I think they'll be one of those teams that people will be desperate don't make the playoffs because they're <laughs> such a, an up-and-down team that they could go on a tear for two or three games and take out a couple of favourites by accident.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't want to face them. In that division, I mean, with the Ravens were just on a bye week. Um, yeah, we, we know how impressive they've been. Um, the Steelers, however, um, could be even more impressive, which I didn't see coming at all at the start of the year. 6-0, i they look unstoppable. They look incredible on both sides of the ball, even even with the the injury to Bush um, in their in the or their linebacker. Um, their pass rush is frightening. Their their offense, yeah. Ben Ben is getting on. We know that, but he just he the way he manages that team and that some of their receivers, Claypool, you know Juju. It's just an embarrassment of riches for them, and they. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, oh yeah, they're, they're potentially number... Well, I don't know about number one C, but um, yeah, they're
4: absolutely flying. How do you stop
0: the Steelers right now?
4: I mean, the, the chink in the armour they showed against the Titans was three interceptions last week. So there's propensity for, for picks there. And if you capitalise on yeah, a turn, you yeah, was them close. All oh, right, one of them was right at the end of the first half when it was just to toss it to it to, to the end zone and it ends the half, whatever happens. But... I don't know. There's, they they let you come back within a field goal of getting taking it to overtime, right? So they're not invincible. You're a good side. You're a playoff worthy side, but in a one of one one off game, they can they can they can be beaten. I think
0: they they flinched a bit in that game, but it was something that you probably don't do twice. A J Brown had a seventy five yard touchdown from nowhere, which was sort of against the way the game was going. I think they just well actually we they perhaps panicked a bit when they didn't need to maybe.
3: They've got a really favourable schedule as well. They've obviously got the Ravens a couple of times, but they've still got to play the Cowboys, Bengals, Jaguars, Washington, um, the Colts, um, the Bills, depending on how they're playing that week. So they've, other than the Ravens, they've got a lot of very, very winnable games. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll make the playoffs easily. I think there's a very, very good chance they may even be number one seed in the AFC above the Chiefs and the Ravens.
2: I just think it's an amazing <clears throat> coaching job he's done there. You look at that team,
0: yeah, hundred last
2: year, and you talk about the the receivers they've got. I mean, Juju and Claypool didn't really do much this weekend. Who? It's anyone who lines up. It's it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 crazy. I think I'm so surprised at how well they're doing. Um, that defense is mad. Dupree is one of the best defensive players, maybe the most underrated player in the league. (laughs) don't want to play them.
0: You haven't mentioned CJ Watt either. Yeah, well, exactly. (laughs) Uh,
2: You you don't want to play him. And I think Mike Tomlin's up for coach of the year. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You remember going back and thinking, how are they going to be after losing Brown and Bell? And then (laughs) Yeah. Uh, look, look, look all the way around that's been. It, oh, it is. that spin, and it—it's a testament to the coaching.
3: And you think there was there was talk? Was it last year or the year before that we even de- debated on this pod whether Tomlin was on the chopping block? And it—it it goes to show that you know good leadership realizes they've got a good coach and sticks with them, and they've got one of the best coaches in the league. I mean, and they, and... they knew that. Sorry,
2: sorry, go sorry. More. No, carry on. No, go on. It it really is an example of how to run a franchise, isn't it? Yeah. How the Steelers, I think they've had like three coaches in 40 years or something stupid like that. Like It's just an example on how to get all you can out of what's on the field as well as that stellar. I mean, if you're from Pittsburgh, you support the Steelers. It's got such a great reputation as an organisation. Yeah. Sick.
1: It's one of those things where you look at all the articles last year that were coming out and saying Tomlin's done. Steelers have stuck with him too long. They should have t- should have made changes a year or two earlier. You know all this stuff about oh, the, you know the Steelers keep keep coaches in and that's their thing, but it's not the way the NFL works anymore. It's like well, you've given them one more year. If, you, if they go deep into the playoffs this year, and they absolutely should it just shows that that patience and mentality absolutely can be the right way to go.
0: You look at their history as well. How before Tomlin, how long was Bill Cower there? Absolutely years. Right. Like, and he, yeah. he obviously had loads of success, but you know, ups, ups and downs within that time. They, that's two. That's only, it's just those two, isn't it? For, since I like I'm the sure 80s. they've had
2: three, three in, in like four years. I'm sure it's like three and better yeah. time. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah, the how many super bowls have got like seven super bowls, no, sorry, however many it is, but yeah, just shows he's you- actually he's actually
3: only the third coach since 1969. There you go. It's 4 yeah. years, isn't it?
0: She's proves, which is, which is,
3: which is <laughs> if you think about it it's ridiculous, isn't it, if you think about it. Yeah. Chuck yeah. Knoll, Chuck Knoll from um 69 to 91 and then Bill Cower from 92 to 2006. Crazy. But- but we talked about
2: when you mentioned we talked about on the pod last time, what we said was actually even last year. Okay, cool. You know there was there um, issues in performance, and then in the year before wasn't great. But we talked about the fact that he's contending with Big Ben and his bullshit, contending with Ab and his bullshit, contending with Le'Veon Brown and his bullshit. Bell even um, so like the guy had loads of shit to deal with and you as an organization, you have to understand that you have to be close enough to it to see. So you can make an informed decision. I don't, I think such a, it's a, yeah. When you've got man United and the jets, <laughs> <laughs> you
3: right. can appreciate good leadership. You can really yeah. See
2: the difference.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Another, we, we talked about Levy on bell briefly. Um, Antonio Brown, the other guy we just mentioned, he's <laughs> just wound up in Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa Bay are possibly the NFC, NFC's slightly unexpected team that are flying at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say we've underestimated Tom Brady. Craig, you touched on it in your one-sentence review. is Are we worried about Breeze before Brady? At, at the moment, it looks like we are. They're in the same division. Um, yeah. But Tampa Bay looks streets ahead. The Tampa Bay have got a fantastic defense as well. Um, Antonio Brown who knows, he might be back on the street by next week or whatever, but um, yeah, if there's a place that it could work, it's there.
4: Is he
1: staying with Brady again?
4: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. I keep reading about how much better he's going to make Tampa Bay and you're like, what? really? Their receiving core is stacked already. It's no, not going to make that much I difference. Oh, right. I mean, Godwin's missing for next week, so maybe that's why they went for it. Short-term patch, but... I don't know. I think it's been they kind saw... of lined
3: up because him and Brady are really good mates, aren't they? So I think it was as soon as Brady said, "like was like, yeah, I want you to come here." He wasn't going to go anywhere else, even though Seattle seemed to make a better, more sense. Um, his mate, his mates. Uh, yeah, Tampa...
0: but Russell Wilson's only got a futon in his spare room. That's, yeah, the, yeah, that's, that's a good point. work as well for him. I think that
3: honestly, I think that Tampa team is is scary, and it, what i can i feel like i can appreciate him more now that he's not in the afc east ruining I my life mean, I mean. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm really really like I, I watched the game against um the raiders who actually like to be fair to the raiders they actually the first three quarters they played really well the um,
0: score flattered them have flattered it a bit i think yeah
3: um uh, <sighs> But when they, when they wanted to, and there, there was a pass that, um, that Brady plucked out on a third down to Scotty Miller, who looks brilliant, by the way, um, that was like 60 yards, yards. And I yeah. thought, you can't do that anymore.
4: Like,
3: <laughs> 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 you know, every, everyone assumed that you were done with passes like that, but it was, it was absolutely perfect, the only place that the receiver could get it. And I found myself thinking, you know what, he's actually pretty good. And, and like, I
0: start rooting for him. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, I they're, like holding back all these years. And, but, clearly, do you,
2: know, do you know the thing for me? Yeah, on that exact point, this idea that people saying Brady's done and whatnot, which we've definitely said, I've hundred percent said, <laughs> he's got better. He had, You are not telling me that is the same Tom Brady of even two years ago. Or maybe I, three years ago guess, whenever they did it win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I
3: guess it goes to show that having having receivers actually makes a difference.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but no, but even even that particular pass. You there is no way three years ago I think Brady throws that that bomb. It, it it didn't look overly straight. Look at Cam Newton throwing the ball now. It's like every ounce of strength in his body is going into every throw, and it is barely getting ten yards. Whereas it didn't, it didn't look particularly strange. I had to heave it, but I, do, I feel like he's got better. I feel like he's in pretty physically. The man seems to have. I don't know whether it's get even his Bambi running. Like he still <laughs> runs that Bambi. Don't get me wrong, but there's a level of. He's, it happens in it with yeah. sports science and. You look after yourself. The guy has improved physically; has improved, and and he's always got the, got it upstairs. So fair, like he's playing great football. At the,
3: at the minute, this is Brady from fifteen years ago. Yeah, how he's maybe, playing right now, and now he's got the,
0: the he's pro- nutrients in the water in Florida are a bit better than the <laughs> nutrients in Massachusetts. He,
3: he stopped drinking Massachusetts water. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I think the air's did... a lot
4: lighter as well, so he can throw it further.
3: You give him that head coach, and you give him like because obviously I'm like I'm not going to start saying that Belichick's crap because clearly that's not the case. I think and that is the case. I think that's inclusion. we're coming <laughs> to. You know. Let's say you give you give him a head coach that's clearly done a lot of work with with specifically that position beforehand, and I, I think of the work that he did with people like Carson Palmer and stuff like that in his latter years. um, you give him that the best receiving core in the NFL. You're about to add the a piece who, although clearly a dick, was the when he when he left the game the best receiver in the NFL without a shadow of a doubt. Already one of the top five defenses, a perfectly passable running game. Um, you're giving that man every chance to win a Super Bowl. They're the best team in the NFC at the moment.
4: Yeah. While mm, we're well, okay. on the subject of Tampa Bay, how long do we see Mike Evans staying there?
3: I think that's a really good question. Well, he pretty much get, I, seems that sidelined well. right now. It's yeah, such
4: a waste. He's,
2: he's, he's not getting cool. any targets. Getting yeah. Yeah, he's getting none. The thing is, he's been hurt, right? He was hurt this year. So you you wonder whether... Because he is... I, I can't remember his snap count, but he's still, he's still on the field. You wonder if they're using him as a decoy a lot at the moment because why would you have Mike Evans... And he, he did catch the first four games, he caught a lot of touchdowns. Why would you have Mike Evans and not use him? You can I can only assume he's he's not he's not healthy still. Um but I I think A B if he's as fast as he was, because don't get me wrong, he was a fantastic, fantastic route runner. Arguably the best route runner in the league, but he had proper, proper pace. If he is as fast as he was, that 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 offense is 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 it's very scary. It is. It's, it's no joke. If yeah. Gronk, I mean Gronk, obviously looked like an old man week one and week two, he's turns, good out now. He, t- turns out he's been eating the kale and um, <laughs> Brady of uh, uh, Brady of rolled back the years. I don't know what go on really. Basically, I have no idea. It's, bit,
3: it's worrying, isn't it? Everything we think about <laughs> the NFL is wrong.
1: I do want to say my favourite moment in that game was Gronk managing to fumble a ball in bounds while going out of bounds, and everyone else just sort of yeah. stood and looked at it while he went and jumped on it again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just quick one on AB. I saw this and it got shared. I'm guessing it. I don't know where it came from, but someone had documented like all of AB's indiscretions, like in order like bullet points <laughs> but there's just a little still highlight going,
1: still going through <laughs> yeah it's still going on
0: <laughs> it's just a little highlight here i love this bit It's of so three or four bullet points in a row and there are a lot of them but um just listen to this um picked out a new helmet and finally showed up to the raiders got fined by the raiders for not attending camp tweeted the fines tried to fight Mike Mayock, called him a cracker, had to be held back by Fonte's perfect of all people, then punted a football down a practice field and said, fine me for that. Got fined for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Um, right. Let's... I
1: One thing I will say is Aaron's will not put up with any of his bullshit. So he's already, he's
0: already he'll, said he'll, he'll either be there a couple of weeks or it'll yeah. Or he'll suddenly be amazing again. Ari-
3: Arians has already said, if he's if he's trouble, he will be gone. And yeah. and like yeah, it's fairly I obvious. would,
1: I would love to see a fully functional A B back on football fields because he is so much fun to watch.
3: Yeah, yeah. Can you can you imagine Brady under center and he's got wide receivers split out <laughs> and he's Stop got it, Antonio it. Brown. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. You think, like, if you're a if you're a defensive back, you're like, holy shit! Yeah, oh, I'm
1: oh, well, fully Gronk firing Gronk at tight role. end
3: again. And, oh. I'm fully firing Gronk and probably in in um Ronald Jones, one of the most underrated backs in the league as well. And Fournette who Fournette. started or Fournette,
0: yeah. Sean McCoy. Oh, and,
1: he's honestly... and he's got Cameron Brayton there. who's all right catching a yeah. football and touchdowns. It's,
0: it's a phenomenal it's defense. defense. Yeah, you know, that
2: de- it's that defense. The defense is the showpiece. That defense is mean. It yeah. is they're they're a good team. They've
3: been, been a, for a long time.
0: Oh God, he can't get another ring, can he? Oh, no, 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 we need to <laughs> we need to move on. We need to move on quickly. Right, back to where back to where our our niche is. That's laughing at people. Right, the Falcons. Um, <laughs> I right. it came up. It came up on my time hop that it was six years ago. The Falcons Lions game at Wembley. And in that game, I was looking at it, Falcons are up 21 to nothing. Oh God. 22 21. <laughs> Hard to believe, huh? Wasn't <laughs> there
1: a missed field goal at the end of that game as well?
2: Probably. I,
1: so I think I was at that one.
2: I'm sure I was at that game. But yeah.
0: The but Falcons fans
1: who just got more and more depressed and sad throughout the whole thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it happened to be the Lions again at the weekend. And yeah, so how many po- how many points were, I'm not even sure what the exact score was, but the Falcons just needed, there was what, 10, 15 seconds left on the clock. Um, right? And they could have kicked, they could have,
2: before they that, they could have kicked behind. a field goal. They went for it on fourth and whatever, instead of kicking the field goal, and missed the field goal. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's like they are, uh, it's crazy.
0: Uh, no, it's t- Todd Gurley decide- rightly deciding to go down before getting in the end zone, so they, so they could kick a, you know, an old extra point. Um, and he couldn't get that right. <laughs> the, li- the Lions' defenders
4: all signalling touchdown. It was fantastic. It was. <laughs> 91 was seconds to next. go when he crossed the plane.
2: In fairness I- to him, I think he's a bit harsh because I, I agree. He, he I- gets a hit. He gets that hit. And you, like, you can't. It's yeah. I think that the the the, the, for the Lions that hit couldn't have been timed any more perfectly because he sort of manages to get out of that hit. He's just protected yourself and you realise you're now four four yards in front.
4: Broke through (laughs) the two defenders and just the touchline. The scoreline was there. But at the end of the
3: day, he still like scored a touchdown, and. He's exactly. then he's saying to your defence, you, you've got to defend an entire length of a field for one minute.
0: Well, that, this is it. Any uh, you know, most other teams they score that touchdown, you still yeah, you're think delighted. they're gonna win. But that yeah. Falcons defence, Matt, Matt Stafford's the king of this as well. That's just his sort of situation.
3: You knew what was coming. Yeah. And all they but and all they managed was field goals since the second quarter up to that point, other than their first score of the game. And doesn't think doesn't matter. I just think honestly, it's like I, I don't hate him for going in the end zone because at the end of the day, you know, he's got he's got stats to think about. He's probably got touchdown bonuses and all kinds of stuff that he wants to score. And
0: Well, he has he hasn't meant to, to be fair. No, to I, mate,
3: there's
2: to. no way you can stop yourself. There's no way. Even if like I say it's that hit that hit effed it all for him. But I think the fact I think you gotta look at the play calling, they the game should have been won. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's mental. It's mental that they are creating these obscure ways of losing football games. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> and the funny thing is, at the end, you see Matt Ryan, it's almost like they have resigned to it. Like he's like, like, almost like, oh yeah, shit. Obviously. He's
0: hoping for a trade, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> can we give some credit to Stafford as well? Cause that escape and then throw for the winning touchdown is, is
0: unreal but he gets Stafford away there. should get more love in general yes and the pass
3: to um the deep pass to kenny golliday was unbelievable and the catch yeah. kenny golliday down there to set that all up as well was mm-hmm. unbelievable there were some plays on that the the pass to damn the the Danny amadola run was amazing as well and yeah it was it was brilliant but it still should never have happened
0: <laughs> all right another team with woes the oh, i don't want to talk too much about the nfc east but the dallas cowboys <laughs> only, only the fact that yeah, I actually—I no, don't—I feel for them would be an exaggeration, but I feel for Dak. Obviously, that horrible injury. Andy Dalton comes in. I—I I don't know what has happened to Andy Dalton, um, other than oh well, other than a horrendous, appalling hit. Which I'm—I'm you know, I'm all for defending a hit that you—you you can't really avoid or whatever. This wasn't that. This was this was a cheap shot. <laughs> Was, and, he
3: was still nine, nine from nineteen for seventy-five yards and a pick up to that point.
0: Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what's happened to him. Um, b- regard b- before this, before this hit, um, and now they've got Zanusi, who I think made bridges. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what's happened to that Dallas O line because it was one of the best in the league two years ago, and it just seems to be Im- unbelievably porous right now. Uh, They
3: they don't like the coach. They don't like the situation. They've quit. They've just, you know, they've moved on thinking about next year. They don't care anymore. They're hoping that the coach gets the bullet. And they, I don't know whether he's more hardline than Garrett was. and They just don't like him. Um, But something about Mike McCarthy has made that team has just quit on itself. And when you've got Ezekiel Elliott that's running like 45 yards off 12 attempts, He's he 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 looked uninterested. The other than Amari Cooper, most of the receivers looked uninterested. I mean, I feel like their only good player is the kicker.
4: I mean, part of the Zeke drop. Sorry, I was going to say part of the Zeke drop off is the O line drop off. Yeah, he's getting nailed two three yards behind the line of scrimmage more often than not. Yeah,
3: yeah, I, I completely agree. But when you've got when you've got the players that are talking about, you know, the coaching staff being terrible and not knowing what the hell they're doing that that kind of mentality is going to be rife in that locker room and i think yeah i think they're honestly yeah. they're an absolute shambles if Just
1: if like it's it comes... leaking if it's leaking then it's not one or two pissed off voices it's the majority of of the the locker room at that point what yeah, would be want interesting to leak is at that point yeah exactly Jer- jerry jones has tended to be very patient with coaches so That's... the question is do you start cutting out players and I think, trading them and getting rid of them no, and I think Mike McCarthy or do you just get rid of McCarthy?
3: He's the kind of person I think that is, he is very loyal, but he's loyal to Jerry people. And I don't think Mike McCarthy is a Jerry guy yet. Um, whereas a lot of those people in the dressing room, he and he will look after them um, well above, he will look after Mike McCarthy. And if it doesn't improve, I, I think he will be gone. And that that offensive coordinator that everyone seemed to rave about um and was obviously doing a decent job with Dak before he got injured, I think it'll be I think it'll be given to him.
1: Yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? Because I never really saw McCarthy as a Jerry Jones guy in the first place. So it yeah. always seemed like a bit of a weird um bit of a weird appointment there.
3: I think after the article that came out in the the off season, either this year or last year, talking about Mike McCarthy and how instead of attending practices he was getting massages in his room. You kind of think, you know, that's a coach that's checked out, and that's that's someone that is, you know, that he, is not.
0: He he working for job to uh, for uh, Rob Craft. Um, exactly. Go, go with the Jeff Reinbold crowd. <laughs> yeah,
3: mm-hmm. um, and you know that that should. I can't believe that that didn't send alarm bells. It's like you know sometimes you need to not see the name, and actually like have a look at their CV and think, are they are they going to do the job and if you if you as if a head coach if you can manage to throw away the vast majority of Aaron Rodgers' career then you're you're going to struggle in dallas
0: yep mm. all right a, a a team this is going to turn into a very long podcast. this is what happens when mark comes back after after a mm-hmm. week off we can't get through the games <laughs> um we're not going to get through all the games Fuck uh, you. but Arizona beating Seattle um in the desert on Sunday night, which was yeah, okay. Flexed, flexed just in case of the Raiders. Well, what a Sunday night game it was! Um, ridiculous overtime, as it turned out. Um, but I, I like the Cardinals a lot. Um, I'm I starting to really like Kyler Murray. He's, he's, he's not consistent. He's, he'll miss the odd throw, but I, he, he makes more happen than that to make up for it. Um, winning a game like that is a huge feather in his cap.
1: He's a mini Russell Wilson, which is really frustrating when you've spent years getting angry at us not being able to shut down Russell Wilson. But one thing, my favourite thing about this whole game was that the Cardinals iced their own kicker.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the first overtime, yeah, but that first overtime field goal, they didn't really ice their own kicker. They basically stopped it, stopped the team from taking a delay game penalty um an assistant coach spotted that the the play clock was about to run out and legged it down the line to get a timeout. But just it it's so funny having a team ice their own kicker and then having miss the second one. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's wonderful. Rich saying he's a mini Russell Wilson reminded me of my favourite um fact from this game, which was the first game in the Super Bowl era where both quarterbacks are less than six foot tall. And given the narrative that short quarterbacks can't do it, they both threw over 350 yards. So you can if you've got it.
1: It's almost like if you're a short quarterback, you have to have all sorts of other skills to elevate you and make that up. I'd rather have him than Carson Wentz, who's, what, six foot seven and can't find a receiver at the moment. Although he will do next week. Breeze is out of
0: six foot though, isn't he? Breeze has never been at mobile. I think the thing I love about Kyler...
2: Well, what the first, first and foremost is, is so exciting, right? Like every time he's got the ball in his hands, you're waiting to see what it is that happens. But the, the, the thing that I like, the thing that he is very similar to Russ in is that he does protect himself. Even when he takes hits, he gets really small. He slides well. Um, I, I think he could be. It's weird, isn't it? But. On the base of what we've seen, it could be really, really good, right? Like he could, he, he could, he's he's maybe got a broader skill set than Lamar Jackson, but has the same level of athleticism. Um, huge win you, for him. You know difference,
1: is- the difference there, Craig, is that he's not going to make those 40 yards runs downfield because he's not that fast, he's very very quick so what he, what he will do is he'll get you
2: first downs in situations where he needs to use his legs Yeah but you don't want your quarterback you, if you, I think what Lamar Jackson showed us if if you're only ever going to get stuff out of your quarterback by them scampering for 20, 30, 40 yards, it's not sustainable right, whereas what Russ is doing is always able to extend plays, will get you you know, if you leave a big tunnel like they did, I'll run for 35 yards in a straight line and I'm quick enough to get away from most of you. But Kyle has got the ability to throw it 60 yards, hit a receiver in stride.
0: What, his, what his Russ, stride, what Russ only does, he'll only take off if he knows it's worth it, where he can comfortably, he can get to a point where he can comfortably slide or protect himself. Is what, what you're saying, Craig, about, you know, he knows he knows how to protect himself, which is so important when you... You've got those weapons. Um, yeah, look at, I think that's, that's where Deshaun Watson falls down a bit. I think he puts his body on the line too often um, for, for someone in that position. But yeah, I, last year, he's showing flashes and the Cardinals looked okay at times, but he wasn't winning games like that. So hmm. Arizona led for pre- precisely zero seconds of that game.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't quite know how the Cardinals won this game because like, watching it live...
0: They like- have no right to.
3: They didn't, and the the Seahawks were better than them, like offensively at least for the for the entire game. And you always felt they just about had them at arm's length. But it's like I can see with Seattle, their their defense is going to be their Achilles' heel. They just concede too many points every game. And whilst their their O on the whole is getting them out of it, when it, when it came to it in this game, they couldn't. And there were like there was a few mistakes that Russ made. Um, and there was a couple of drives where they didn't get anything going and the deed just couldn't bail them out. And that's what's going to hurt them. I, th- I still think they're a playoff team comfortably, but they need to find a way to be to be a great team. They-, they shouldn't be losing a game like that.
4: I think the biggest nail in the coffin was the penalty on the Cardinals field goal yeah. uh, late in the fourth quarter, which allowed them to extend the drive, score a touchdown and then only need a field goal to tie it because you're under so much less pressure. Yeah, it was like two field so well. later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two so plays we'll later.
3: Play. Yeah, absolutely. You do look at
2: the Seahawks and just think, why on earth would you let someone like Clowney walk out? Like, I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Um, I think they are desperate for a playmaker across that front seven. Yeah. Everything. Uh, if um, Wagner doesn't make, you know, 15, 20 tackles a game. Uh, they, it's, I just don't. I cannot understand why they didn't get a pass rusher if you're going to let Clowney go.
3: Yeah, and that's why. That's why I think Kyler Murray had the day that he had because yeah. I mean, what what pass rush did they get on him? Really, very little.
0: Yeah, that's that's an issue for them definitely. Um, the, the the ridiculous play we haven't mentioned from this game. You know, if if Daniel Jones is fast but doesn't know how to run, how about DK Metcalf? <laughs> I I love a a tackle from an offensive player for starters, because um, you so rarely get to see it. And a lot of them just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, I remember a, a, there's a play um, Tannehill made one last year against the Raiders, where he just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous thing to do in a lot of ways, but he didn't hurt himself. So it was great. Um, just absolutely threw his body on the line. Metcalf's wasn't that. It was just, he covered over a hundred yards yeah. at phenomenal speed. Yeah, well, I didn't think anyone so was so many would Bud Baker
4: with that start because Budde Baker's no slouch, but wow,
3: and yeah. stop and had I think a
4: massive head start. Obviously, and I think
3: I'm right in thinking that I actually stopped the CD because the, the cars went, that, went for it on fourth yeah. down and didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. So it was I mean it goes to show that it's worth the chase. Obviously, it didn't help in in the end, but amazing,
4: somewhat more successful than OBJ's attempted to at tackle attempt, which took him <laughs> out of the season. <laughs> going to say that
0: <laughs> I shouldn't. Yeah, it's not it's not the done thing to laugh at a serious injury, but Odell Beckham sort of invites it. His comments about COVID the other day. You know, days before he he does his ACL. Um yeah. Um that guy. Um he loves it. Uh, no, we won't I won't get back there again. Um quick I mean just one more game. Yeah, we've this is going to get very long, I know, um, but the Bears and the Rams on Monday night. Now, a, a game kind of dominated by defense. Maybe Chicago are who, are who a lot of people thought they were. Offensively, they're struggling. It's clear they don't really have a running game. Um, and then they have Nick Foles with Trubisky now backing him up. Um, they, they're worth their record on defense, though, Chicago. Um, but they have to they have to come up with something. In fact, they they only score three points offensively. Their their touchdown was a defensive one. Um,
4: they did could hear, miss
0: the playoffs from being five and one.
4: Did you hear Nick Foles' pre-game comments? He was talking about the offensive play calling, and he said, "There's some plays that are being called that I know I can't do. I know we don't have time to complete the play they want us to do." So. When you're doubting your offensive coordinator's calls like that and mm. then talking about that in the media before the game, what does that tell you? It tells you they're going to score three points and look absolute trash and it was of no surprise to me whatsoever. That's bonkers, isn't it? Um,
0: whoever's fault it is, it could be anybody's. but It's everybody's just, when it comes look, to that sort of level. Yeah.
2: Highlight, highlight of that game for me is uh, Johnny Hecker. Yeah. Second <laughs> best batter ball. in the league. Getting, the ball at a seven, ten, one, and six yard line. I mean, yeah. he's in, a that, weapon. That guy. That, that's some pro. That's some stats. Six I, yard I love, I,
0: I love Johnny. Like the way he's celebrating them. And yeah. <laughs> Touchdown fantastic. in the
2: Super Bowl. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> listen, whatever, man. If that's what you want, literally, you have one job.
4: <laughs> like, it's not yeah, a good but, advert for a game when the punter is MVP is it yeah. and that, that pretty <laughs> much sums the whole thing up and I feel so really sorry for Alan Robinson who's just had trash to deal with for his entire career oh, he had a couple of great grabs in there. isolated
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Miller got one did you see that one handed uh, initially I think it was incomplete and then he looked at it and he realised that he just he, he, he caught the, he caught the, the nose way. of the ball mm. <laughs> um, in one hand like uh, that ludicrous catch but uh, yeah, it's uh, the Rams looking significantly better than the Bears. That's for sure. In that okay. that NFC West division, it's just ludicrous that uh, you could, you, there could legitimately be four playoff teams from that division.
4: On the subject of celebrations, did you see Chad Hedy, Henny run one in against Denver? and uh, yeah. celebrate like he'd won the Super Bowl. It was brilliant. <laughs> and the best fact about that is it was a junk time score in a game that they'd already won, obviously, otherwise he wouldn't be playing. And despite rushing a touchdown, he ended up on with negative yards for the game. So <laughs> it's magical work from the backup quarterback.
0: Oh, Chad Henry, what a career he's had. Um, Other quick bit of news that I'm just going to mention because we said we would. Um, In the chat earlier, Des Bryant has been picked up by the Ravens practice squad. I'll be honest. It's not news I particularly care about. I don't. I don't. Well, maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong and Des Bryant's got it. It surprised me, actually, he wasn't as old as I thought. But even so, he's been out of the league a while.
1: Just sort of surprises me that he's ended up on a practice squad because it means that he actually wants to play for playing sake rather than wanting to play for the money because yes. he won't be getting paid. That,
3: that doesn't surprise me about theirs at all. Actually, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's. I think that's totally is everything that he said, is like that's what he was gearing towards. I've got. I, I think fair play to him. I hope he makes it. I'm, I'm just too. surprised. I'm just surprised that he's got a job. On an NFL roster before Colin Kaepernick, given the state of some of the quarterbacks in the league at the moment, some of the ones well, that Colin are Kaepernick, in Dallas, Colin for Kaepernick example.
0: may not be prepared to take a job on that basis. I suspect, but yeah, we've been there plenty of times. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But, but fair play to Des. I hope he does well. Um, he's probably got something to offer. If nothing else, he'll just be a good person to have in the dressing room.
1: If if he has a Gronk level of a little like maybe month or two of needing to get f- some level of game fitness back and then can step up. He might be a genuinely useful weapon for them late in the season in into the playoffs.
0: Yep. John Harbour will soon figure that out either way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's far too. Yeah. We've gone on far too long about week seven and other stuff. Um, it's time we got into week eight, um, yet yeah, we're this far into the podcast yet we're still going to have time to preview every single game in week 8 so let's do it with uh, one sentence previews and we will start with Atlanta at Carolina
1: I have genuinely no idea what's going to happen here,
0: who's going to turn up could go either way sadly some TV cameras probably will um, Pittsburgh at Baltimore
4: massive divisional game Having seen how the Steelers handled the Titans, I fancy them to go to 7-0. LA Rams at Miami. It's another
1: one where you just don't know which, which Rams will turn up, which Miami will turn up. But finally,
2: it's tour time!
0: Tennessee at Cincinnati.
2: I think this is a welcome matchup after last week's missed kick loss. Cincy showing signs of offensive football, but Titans will just have too much for the Bengals.
0: New York Jets at Kansas City an opportunity to debate the ethics of running the score up um, and left Bell to get at least three angry touchdowns is nailed off
4: Minnesota at Green Bay Vikings were hammered by Green Bay at home in week one and they've shown nothing to suggest that the same won't happen to them in Wisconsin Indianapolis at Detroit
3: coming off a bye week Craig's favourite quarterback will be relying on his stellar D once again Only this time, it's not to make more kids.
0: (laughs) Las Vegas at Cleveland.
2: While there is a difference in record, I think these teams have more in common than they are different. Fancy this one to be one on specials.
0: New England at Buffalo.
1: Surely Buffalo will thump the Pats. This is their worst team in two
2: decades.
0: LA Chargers at Denver.
2: A tale of two quarterbacks. Chargers look like a team with no pressure and having fun. Denver look like the exact opposite. Herbert to star.
0: San Francisco at Seattle.
3: Marquee matchup in the NFC West. The Niners are recovering from a bad start, but the Seahawks will be in full bounce back mode following a very avoidable defeat against the Cards.
4: New Orleans at Chicago. Bears lose again. Their offense is outscored by their defense again. Breeze the Ferengi marches on. Dallas at Philadelphia.
0: Come on, NFL. This game on Sunday night, when you have the ability to flex, come on. Finally, Tampa Bay at New York Giants.
3: Tom Brady in his current form versus any of the NFC East teams might get very, very ugly.
0: There we go, one sentence previews.
3: This week a lot a lot of
0: really mouth watering games, none of which are in prime time. So red zone on Sunday could be quite something. Um Pittsburgh, Baltimore, that's just Yeah. That's oh I don't I don't know. It'll probably be dreadful, but um no, it really won't be dreadful. That's something to look forward to. Can't as, wait I, for that.
3: as I would say San Francisco, Seattle will be a great yeah. game, I think. There's um there's a lot of very good games, and this uh, might be the this might be the time that Buffalo actually manages to beat the Patriots.
1: Yeah, yeah I I <laughs> I do be. think this is I do think this is one of those potential games that will mark changing of the guards in those in that division.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's well, it's, it's the to... week I've been looking forward to most this season because we're on a bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh Pat, oh oh dear, um. Small signs of life against the
0: Chargers, but you, uh, sort of, I hate to say I was watching that and I could see where it was
4: going. It was a fun-to-watch loss, if nothing else. And like We've had three weeks of just awfulness that was soul-destroying to watch, so I'll, I'll take fun-to-watch losses from now to the end of the season, to be honest.
1: You just want to be in the game, don't you?
4: You just want to enjoy watching your team play football, and I hadn't for a month. This just... when I mean, We didn't really talk about the Jags before, but... This nonsense
0: about Minshew... Well, it might not be nonsense about Gardner Minshew getting benched. Um, I mean, Mike Glennon's the backup. Like, what what on earth would that achieve other than the coach just absolving themselves of responsibility?
4: If it's Glennon, nothing. If it's Jake Luton, who we signed in this draft, about the same point we signed Minshew in the last year's draft, you can sort of see it. And he has been playing worse. And he has been a cause of some of the problems, but not the biggest cause of all the problems by any means. So at this point, it would be a stupid move. And I, don't th- I think it was generate publicity rather than... Is it, is it a, a stupid any... move,
3: though? If Is it a stupid move if you're going for Trevor?
4: No. <laughs> well... <laughs> We've lost six on the spin, so it makes no difference. But like, <laughs> like the Jets, the QB isn't the biggest issue. It's something sort of
0: you could get more value with that anyway. oh, But I think there's a difference between make...
3: and Minshew, no offence. But think... Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. But it, right. the the Jags And actually I think issue. the
3: Jags would make
2: more use of Trevor. Trevor comes into the Jets, he he can't do it on his own. But we are we are god awful.
4: It's it's a funny thing because Jags fans who want Lawrence keep saying, Oh well you can't win the Super Bowl with Lawrence. You so you can't win the Super Bowl with Minshew. We've gotta go for, for Lawrence. He's a franchise quarterback is a generational talent he's just like Andrew look oh Andrew look how many Super Bowls did he win yeah
0: Rex Grossman went to the Super Bowl Nick Foles won a Super Bowl it's anyway it's this whole the whole narrative of your QB has to be top 10 to be competitive of course it helps but we,
4: there's so many examples where that's, that's not been the case yeah, um, Blake Bortles was as successful in the playoffs as Andrew Luck. So mm, it's yeah. not the most important thing. The most <laughs> important thing is building an all-around solid team. That, that is me. a stat you will only hear on the Long Snap podcast, isn't it?
0: And on the Blake Bortles Facts Twitter <laughs> account. I imagine <laughs> yeah. if that's still going. <laughs> They've been quite quiet recently. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Um, another ca- oh, Sorry, we would need to get into any other business. But I'm, the Raiders-Browns game intrigues me a lot as well. Like, yeah. Two sort of similar ish teams insofar as their record or where, where we think they might end up. Um and it, both it, both could be anybody on their day, both could lose to anybody. It's
3: yeah, you it's fancy that of... this might be a, a a game that is a bit of a tie break decider come yeah. week sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. They've and just got of...
2: very they've got very similar rosters as well. They like their strengths in similar areas. It's a weird weird one. I, I said in my preview, I think that could be one on the special teams, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whatever quarterback doesn't stink it up.
1: I think it comes down to coaching, and I think Vegas out coaches the Browns.
0: Maybe we will. We will see. Right. Any other business? It's long overdue. Um, who wants to go first? Mark, let's go to you.
3: Imagine someone coming to your you're in an organisation and someone comes to your organisation and says you know what guys there's millions of kids out there at the moment that for one reason or another can't afford to get food and they're going hungry at the moment and you can do something about it for not a massive amount of money you can give them something that will mean that literally millions of children in our country Supposedly an affluent, well-off, m- modern thinking country. That there are kids literally starving and you can do something about it. You can give them food because their parents, for whatever reason, can't afford to at a time when they're not getting meals at school. And imagine being the type of organization that goes, hey, you know what? Nah, fuck them. Let's not do that. What Marcus Rashford is doing at the moment is is nothing sort of inspirational, incredible, um, and the fact that he's managed to rally the country at a time when the the organisation that supposedly runs this country will do nothing about it, what he's done to galvanise businesses around the nation in order to feed those children that otherwise would go hungry during half-term and Christmas holidays and Easter holidays is phenomenal. And the Tory government should be utterly ashamed of themselves. And it makes me laugh that there are now members of parliament saying, oh, you know, I think Boris, we need to have a, a, a think about this. And, you know, I'm, I'm not happy with the fact that we've done this. Well, tell you what, when the vote fucking comes, yeah, exactly. Don't fucking... vote for it. Oh, don't get me triggered, Mark. <laughs> you know you had a chance to make a stand, and you decided to tell millions of children in the country to go fuck themselves. Go Can't, ho- we, can't
0: we just? Can we just get like some of the some of his Man United teammates need to step up as well. Just get them get, get them to sort it all out. M- Mason Greenwood on Man, COVID.
3: Honestly, don't don't <laughs> get me started. It's because, and you know what? Like that's actually a really interesting point that you raise. Because Rashford at the minute is doing incredible work, and yet I think some research was done, and twenty-five percent, a full quarter of any interaction that has his name tagged in it in social media at the minute would be classified as abuse, which is is. Mirac, it's it's like it says everything you need to know about the state of this nation and state
0: of Twitter partly
3: at the, at the moment that a full quarter of every single tweet that he's mentioned in is abuse, and the man is literally putting food in kids' mouths, and it's it says for all the right reasons exactly. And not, this, he's not this, got this, an agenda. No, he? This is a guy who has been there. He has been on free school meals. He has um like been underneath the poverty line and he wants to do something about it and I dare say that you know he's not going to be the person like he, this the amount of abuse he gets for well just give one week of your fucking salary mate and it was sorted out that isn't the point the point is we shouldn't be as a country that we are you know we're not a third world nation if we can't afford to feed our kids and there is something seriously wrong and it shouldn't be on a high-paid person to go and bail them out and i would imagine he's putting a lot of his own money into doing it but he won't have done it to scream about it because he's not that type of bloke but it's 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 sickening that it takes an individual to have to do this in order for kids to get fed and hats off to him because the guy's a fucking hero but our government should be absolutely ashamed of themselves
4: absolutely and that that is the key point isn't it that shouldn't have to come <clears throat> come down to Rashford to do that. It shouldn't have to come down to a pensioner to walk for hundreds of miles to earn money for the NHS. It's a damning indictment of this country that those two things have had to happen to get basic things done right. to support the citizens of the country. And the thing that was most damning to me was you know, um, businesses in their local areas stepped up to help and support and supply food. Businesses that were making food that they couldn't use because they can't sell it at the moment because of all the COVID restrictions. And the government said, "Well, you know, if you're going to go against our policy, then we're going to have to look at how we provide you with extra funding." And they did that before they thought, "Actually, the entire country thinks we're being dickheads. We should probably backtrack on this a bit." And yeah. yep. that just tells you everything you need to know about their attitude. Stinks. Yeah. The thing. The thing for me
2: is. Mark, you said they should be ashamed of themselves. But they've got no shame. No, They've right. got no shame. But like, I don't want to... I, 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 we, could, we could do this all day. Man get triggered. There's not
0: even. To... There's not even any intelligence no, to say, the thing is, like, do, the thing do you not can't... think what this is going to look like? Do they not if even
2: think... They don't have any shame. The the thing, the one thing that for me, like I love what Marcus has done, and actually I love what Sky Sports are doing. Like obviously, fuck the Murdochs and that, but uh, Sky Sports just keeping really clear on issues and steering out of politics. Like they're morally bankrupt. Those people are are charlatans, and ultimately number one, let's allow the false equivalency. They've been at it for 12 years. They have ruined us. It's no, There can be no more, oh, well, there was no one else. to. No, no, no. You, you had a job and you couldn't have fucked it any more than you possibly have over yeah. this last 12 years. You couldn't have got every major significant thing as badly wrong as you have.
4: Yeah. And the biggest argument you're hearing from all the gammons is basically, oh, well, Parents should know they need to feed their kids before oh, they have right. their kids, and you're like, yes, but parents didn't know they'd lose their jobs because of a global pandemic that no one could have predicted. So yeah. you're being a dickhead.
3: Yeah, and all, and the, you look at all the amount of parents that were on free school meals, anyway. So a, a large proportion of them were on zero hours contracts. They were on the type of, in the type of job that w- is the one that's unfortunately been lost a huge amount during during what's going on. So just to have this blanket argument of, oh, well, you know, should, if you can't feed your kids, you shouldn't have the kids. Well, it's not as fucking simple as that, and it's such that type of attitude. I think is bred by the leadership that we've got in this country at the moment.
1: Yeah. The other thing about that is, it doesn't matter. The kids now exist. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Really. Their
1: parents made bad decisions. Yeah. What, it's, not on kids, it's not the kids' fault. What kind of morality
2: is that? Because they're vindictive, spiteful, morally bankrupt. Vermin, that's why, yeah. And yet, yeah, they mens- still right. submitted their upset, uh, they still submitted their expenses, didn't they? Rishi Sunak, man, still claims a good three and a half grand. They're cheap, they, they, they're better. The, the gall on these people, mate, the contempt they show day in, day out yeah. it is it's it's. it's Uh, That's why I don't don't even forget the politicians in it. Like, I want we are desperate for the Marcus Rashfords, the Akalas, the Daves, people who have got just do it, just sort it out because we are in a mess.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. As as a Liverpool fan, obviously, I don't like to say anything nice about Man United or any of their players, but yeah, absolutely, he he is putting. The, basically, the needs of a lot of people that have no voice ahead of his Such own. Such
0: a football fan thing to say, isn't it? I'll, yeah, I, I have to just remind you that I'm a Liverpool fan when I say this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, <Yeah>. you
0: don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but no, the, my point, my point is that, um, like you say, he's taking a shit ton of abuse for this. He doesn't need to be sticking his head over, you know, over the parapet on this stuff. He he is anyway because he believes in it. So good on him.
3: And the, the, the sad thing is, I think that there's an awful lot of abuse he's getting from United fans, which you know, even Bro, if it goes bots tribal, as well,
2: man, you see it's... all that stuff that's bots as well. That's why I, don't, I can't even trust the internet.
0: Twitter, mate, Twitter, yeah, it's, it's fucking. Um, um, and mate Gary too. Neville's
2: trying to sort out football, so go United. Like literally, the only thing I can be happy about. I'll go <laughs> next. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk about Marcus, but as 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 we, I think we've probably done that to death. Um, I'll. Uh, I watched this um, thing the other day called Longshot so if you actually want to watch it there's spoilers in it but if you're not that bothered it's a cool story and uh, this it's about this dude who's on a murder charge uh, and like obviously it's long um, and they basically trying to pin this thing on him he says he didn't do it and um... anyway part of his alibi was corroborated because he went to a Dodgers game and I don't know if anyone's seen. I, I know we've all watched Kirby Enthusiasm, and there's a Kirby uh, Enthusiasm episode at a Dodgers game. Yeah, yeah. and that with the that, prostitute. It's where he uh, goes with yeah, it
3: goes to the parking uh, and then the uh, overtaking lane. That's
2: right. So <laughs> that actual episode when they filmed it, like, had outtakes where you could see the accused murder, um, whatever.
0: Oh no way! And
2: that. that Cleared him because there was wow. like CCTV that couldn't wasn't clear enough to pick him out. That whole case was a sham anyway. But this piece of footage, and you've got Larry David bantering about how he tells it at dinner parties and that just, <laughs> just <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Yeah, it's cool, man. What's, what's that on? Uh, Netflix
0: called Long Shot. I have a look at that. That's good. 40 minutes as well. Quick things. Nice. Nice. Okay, Rich. Go on. Oh, if you're not going to
4: unmute yourself, Pat, you go. I have two quick ones. I have a grumble and a positive one to try and balance it out. So I'm a who season ticket holder. We play Grimsby at home on Saturday. I was sent a mail, we're obviously not allowed in the stand still. I was sent a mail from the club saying for the price of £14, you can book yourself a table, £14 per person. You can book yourself a table in the bar behind the North stand to watch it on TV. It's like, so, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on top of my £300 season ticket, I can pay you £14 more pounds to come and watch a game on a telly, which I Bristol's... get free to watch Bristol... on a telly on my own sofa.
3: Bristol City are doing this at the moment, but it's 30-odd quid in the Lansdowne Lounge.
4: <laughs> it's just mental. It's like get, the whole point of this is to stadium. avoid going to places with people, to avoid I... like in, increasing your social circle and maybe picking oh, stuff up. So Pat, I'm not going to was... take them up on that. Also, Was it on to this podcast? Inside
1: rather than outside.
4: Yeah. It's more dangerous than watching it on the fucking terrace, which they've marked out in two meter squares, so you don't stand in consecutive squares, you're not very close to people. They've deliberately exactly. undersold the stadium by, like, 75%, which so, is about normal capacity, Pillespie.
3: And I love the fact that you're a season ticket holder, but they're still charging you to go in and watch it. And yeah, That's a piss take. That is. Like, you paid for your ticket. And you're going to buy drinks. Yeah, it's honestly...
4: Clubs, are uh, they, they, they did say, "Oh, but it's actually only seven pounds because we're giving you a seven-pound drinks voucher when you get here." It's Like, fuck <laughs> off, just, just fuck off, right? <laughs> We've not scored a goal in ten hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: did you? Was it, Pat?
0: I can't remember. I think I've got a feeling it was on the Titans pod, but it was either you or Greg talking about um, the game. It, it must have been a game that Stevenish played away, where the ground they were playing on yeah, had no big. fans and like within 100 yards there was like a 7th you know, or 8th tier game going on with fans where the fans in that ground could actually see the ground that was behind closed doors
4: Yeah, it was up at Barrow so on, on the long shot when you're taking goal kicks and stuff you could see behind another pitch with like 250 people watching a game <laughs> just made no sense whatsoever Yeah, bonkers isn't it Um, Rich
1: Yeah, so I'm going to bring it back to the NFL, but not the actual sport. The highlights, which seem to have got immeasurably worse this season. So normally, obviously, if you're watching like the 10, 15-minute highlights on YouTube or the 40-minute highlights on, you you get what you pay for for to a certain extent. But they are now missing out key plays and key uh, refereeing, you know, conversation from those highlights so you've got no fucking clue what's going on unless you actually flick to a a game review or some kind of um summary that tells you what's actually happened and not only are they doing this so for example there was um there was a touchdown in a game two weeks ago i can't remember which which the game was now but the the call on the field was that it was stopped short of the goal line and the next thing that happens is halfway through the next drive and the scores changed but there's no commentary <laughs> reference to the fact that the guy actually broke the plane
4: Brilliant.
1: um but there's an even better one this week which is the because of the crazy finishes in the early games and in the seahawks games they picked out six or seven games and showed like just the last drive or two drives to kind of show you how crazy it went and in the panthers game They showed you everything up to the point where the Panthers went to kick the field goal that was missed, like the longest potential field goal in NFL history, and then didn't show the attempt.
4: Poor old Joey Sly. That missed by about an inch and a half. This is bullshit.
1: I know. i was such a good kick. If you want a good one as well,
4: for anyone who's got Game
3: Pass and you haven't watched the Bills-Jets game yet, go and have a look at the highlights because it's in Spanish. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, seriously. As to strange, this. Strangely, it makes the game far more interesting.
0: <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah, the game, the game in forty of the Chargers might have been a couple of weeks ago. They they just cut a touchdown out of it, missing right. completely. I was I was just watching it, sort of half concentrating, and I was, oh, the Chargers are attempting a field goal. Hang on, it wasn't fourth down, and then I realised it was the extra point. Uh, just just amateurs putting this stuff together.
1: Yeah, it's um, not like it's a multi-billion-dollar sport. That's
0: <laughs> just a joke. They probably fixed that, but yeah, just to save themselves from being sued. Um, oh, I feel I didn't have a huge amount to say. Just quickly, Craig, you touched on it. Gary Neville saving football. Um, I watched uh, yeah Monday Night Football last night, and some of the best television uh, or people talking about football. Is always after Monday night football, where it's normally Carragher and Gary Neville, who, who, yeah, banter, whatever. But um, they're two. Whatever. I might not always agree with them. I might find Carragher incredibly irritating during an actual game, but as a pundit, when they're just chewing the fat after Monday night football, it's phenomenal watching. They ended up. They were just. I think they. The show actually ran on a quarter of an hour longer than it should have done. Um, They were talking about. Yeah, Gary Neville fixing football um, got into a bit of the detail around all sorts of stuff that's going a bit wrong. 1495 pay-per-view game, which was oh, being get was a- in the three seat. a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, it was great to see Carragher, Neville, and even the presenter David. I Jones. can't remember his last name. Um, all of them having a go at this 1495 on Sky, the channel yeah. that. Uh, offering is well, Sky, uh, aren't, to fantastic.
3: To Sky, Sky aren't making any money from it's it. The, to be it's fair, the to League, it, it? no, it's the Premier League, isn't it? money. Was... Sky and BT have both said they don't want to do it because it's making them like wankers, and they're not benefiting from it at all. It's just that they happen to be the platform with which you can watch games on.
0: Even Mike Ashley seemed to be the voice of reason on this offering. It for he wants to do it for four ninety five instead. Yeah, presumably, possibly. presumably comes with a Sports Direct mug. I the
3: there are fans out there of clubs that, instead of watching the game, have been donating fifteen quid to charity yeah. um, instead of making thousands of pounds for actual worthy causes, rather than just lining the pockets of the Premier League. That's what I'm saying, I, man. We just got to I did exactly ourselves. that
0: for uh, Tottenham against Brighton Sunday night. These people Tot- are
2: idiots.
0: Yeah. yeah, they are. Doing it ourselves, man. Yeah, uh, Tottenham Food Bank got a donation of fourteen pounds ninety-five. Did a round-up for the 15, no? <laughs> no. In fact, in fact I, I wanted it to deliberately be £14.95, because you can see it on the just giving page. Um, and it was quite irritating. It, won't, it wouldn't let you put amounts that weren't to the nearest pound, so I copied and pasted a full stop. So it worked. I was really pleased with myself. I'm worse than the people charging a
2: 14.95. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> because you know where the amount is relevant. It was, you know what I mean. Anyway, right. Definitely well overdue that we got out of here. This is going to be a very long podcast. I'm not going to apologize because I won't mean it. Because I think it was very good.
2: Yeah, You're going to love it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Superb. Well, if you were really listening at this point, you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> getting this far. Or
1: or you fell asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, enjoy week eight, everybody. Um take care. We'll be back next week.
2: fuck Russ yeah <laughs> 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 yeah
3: Mr. Upside Down Head <laughs> <laughs> did you spoil this week Russ <laughs> <laughs> this okay. wait, he won't wait. be listening to this uh, of course he won't. he's really probably too to busy too, too busy trying to be a golfer or a comedian or whatever else he's trying kicker. this week
0: uh, I'm, I'm going to make it as a kicker in the NFL do a video
3: Russ <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah, I will. Oh no, sorry. Too busy building a shed.